I've met a lot of leaders that are, are managing really huge organizations with like hundreds of supermarkets or you know hundreds of you know companies and so on. And it astonishes me how they haven't taken the time to really work on their speaking. And a lot of times they have this this really monotone type speaking. And uh, you know they've gone through a lot of training, and still it's like it, it hasn't rubbed on rubbed off them. Does this sound familiar? You've been told that the key to becoming a successful writer and speaker is to simply practice more. But no matter how much you practice, you still struggle with confidence and effectiveness. The pain of pouring your heart into your words only to have them fall flat is all too real. It's time to break free from this ineffective cycle and discover the true secrets to enhancing your speaking skills. Lily Petrascu is a highly esteemed publisher renowned for creating transformative books that effectively elevate brands and significantly broaden their reach. With an impressive social media following of 140,000 individuals, Lily has already impacted over a million people with her mindful approach to publishing. Her ultimate goal, transforming the lives of 100 million people, enabling them to find happiness, chase their dreams and achieve financial success through the inspiring literature. Her expertise isn't limited to publishing alone, Lily's own eloquent brand, Speakers Are Leaders, has catapulted her into the limelight as an authority on effective speech making for potential leaders. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm uh, kicking off season six, and my first guest comes all the way from across the pond, as we say here in Texas, which is, well, really, it's like East Texas. Lily, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much, Doug. Thanks for joining. So I, I'm all about storytelling and speaking things like that. And you seem to be right dab in the middle of all that. Can you sort of explain what you do? I'm a book publisher and I create books that transform the world that will elevate your brand and get you speaking worldwide. And over the last few years, I've reached more than a million people in social media and I have about 140,000 followers as well. That's I see you have a goal of making a hundred million people, something like that successful. Yes, so I would like to impact 100 million people to be happier, to go after what they want, to share their stories, and to create wealth through books that transform the world. Well, that's excellent. So, and you're working with authors and speakers and all. So, sort of explain. So, if I'm if I'm want to want to be author, because all of us say we have a book inside of us. I have one. I can't sit down long enough to write a, a, a thank you note. So, how do I get around? <laughs> how can you help me get a story or a book out of myself? Very good question. One step to do is to hire a book coach or a um, ghostwriter mm -hmm. that can help you to structure your thoughts. And now, if you don't like to write anything at all, then another alternative is to also um, record yourself. And But it's a good idea to record yourself in a structured way. Now, what do I mean by that? Is first, come up with a good title. Now, what is a good title? Now, you have also... Chat GPT that you can use to give you some good titles. And you could say um, you would need to give some very specific instructions for Chat GPT to give you a good title because otherwise it will go, you know, it will go very generic. It will give you very long titles. Mm -hmm. And what you are looking for is a very short title. Why? Because you want people to be gripped, to be hooked, to be captivated by your message. 
And that message ideally should be something that can become your luxury brand, that can become your brand. So, um, for example, my partner, Harry, and I, we, we created this brand called Speakers Are Leaders, Become a Confident Speaker. So speakers are leaders in itself is like it's a statement. And at the same time, it attracts leaders and it attracts speakers and um, people who are um, in line with this statement that speakers are leaders and leaders should be good speakers as well, feel attracted and almost like compelled to contact us. And it could be religious leaders. It could be, you know, uh, leaders of organizations, all sorts of leaders. And that's the kind of people we want to attract because when you're doing business with leaders, you attract more business, you do uh, business and, you know, on a much larger scale and uh, you get a lot more of what you truly desire as well. Now, not to uh, kind of uh, go, go. Um, let's go back to the actual topic that you actually asked me, which right. was, okay, how can you, someone who maybe doesn't like writing, how can you do it? So one step could be to um, ask ChatGPT for a three-word book title. Why uh, a three-word? Ideally, one is better, two is okay, and third, you know, three words is okay as well. Longer than that is a bit too much. So sometimes you cannot help it because you want to express, you know, the, the, the message in it. You just have to use more words. But it is the best if you can use just one word. Mm -hmm. And then in the subtitle, you can clarify what that means. Now, why it's important to choose the title first before you actually write the story is because um, you have, as an entrepreneur or maybe as an ordinary person, you are multi-passionate. This is how we're made. You know, where you maybe you like to play the piano or maybe you like, I know, playing tennis and you also are, are an IT architect or you're also, I know, worked in the military. I don't know. There's so much so, so much stuff that you, you could have done in your life that could actually become the topic of a book. So the question, how do you choose the right book, the right topic? It, that is really critical because that will guide what you're actually going to write and how easy and or, or hard you're going to find it to write about that. So once you've decided, okay, I'm going to write about this topic, and that's the most important thing I would say, choose the right title. Again, ChatGPT could be a good, a, good, um, a good way to do it. A second way to do it is this is how I normally do it. This is how I've been doing it for years is I go to Amazon and I look at great uh, titles and I look at keywords that I really like around the topic I want to write. And then I decide on a good topic. Now, once you have a good title, then um, what I do is it's important to create almost like an outline, a structure of, okay, let's say 10 different topics you're going to write within that bigger topic. And then maybe turn that into a sentence. And then that sentence, you could turn that into a question and then answer the question. And when you do it like that, then you're writing in a structured way and you're not like so lost and you're not sitting um, you know, at your table and with nothing, no idea what to write. The other thing that's important is to use transition time because as you are going to work, maybe you're taking the bus, maybe you are, um, I know, driving to work or you're waiting for someone, um, make sure to have Google Drive on your phone or a way to take notes. And why that is important is because sometimes you come up with a really good idea as you're exercising. And I think you get most creative when you are doing nothing at all. 
uh, when you're like having a shower. Sometimes I remember that I, I'm having a shower or I'm washing the dishes and I'm thinking, oh, I need to write this down. So I kind of, you know, wipe my hands and then I get out of the shower if I have to and I write it down before I forget. And uh, a lot of good ideas come to me. Let's say when I used to um, take the bus many years ago, um, I would write, you know, those ideas down quickly in the right section. It's really important to write in the right section. And if you have the entire thing, thing structured, then it's really easy to write uh, because the, the big thing is editing. You don't want to deal with that because that, you know, like if you want to like at the end, if you wrote in a chaotic way, then that, you know, editing will be, you know, you will rather pull your hair out bit by bit than actually having to edit if you wrote in a chaotic way in the yeah. first place. Yeah, and that's that's part of my problem is is well not part of the problem I find when I go to write is that I try to edit at the same time. And and those really are two separate muscles, the creative part and the editing part. So it really I sort of get stuck, right? Because I keep wanting to make this one sentence perfect or something like that. And I get stuck in that mode, which for me, the best time is if I've had a couple glasses of wine and I just simply write stuff down, then go back to that and edit it. That's that's a lot better. Uh drinking at 10 in the morning is probably a bad idea. So I, I try to stay away from that. But you did bring up the idea, you know, the, the I've gotten a lot of great ideas or solved a lot of problems when I've been exercising. So I would carry my phone with me, I would stop and I would take a little voice note. The challenge I found was that I, at the time, the things I said made sense, but give it an hour or so I needed a little bit more detail <laughs> to get that down. Yeah, very good. Very good point there. And um, that's why I find that it is actually easier if you are able to make a note rather than a voice mm -hmm. note, because yes, you're in that kind of train of thought and then you don't know later on what you right. really were going to, you know, cover within that topic. But I think that as you're putting yourself back into that mode of exercising, and the other thing that's really critical is listen to audiobooks. The reason for that is listen to audiobooks as you're walking. That will make you a lot more creative and that will give you ideas. And even if someone, you know, is talking about something completely different, you are going to have some sort of like connections in your brain that will kind of like lead you to, oh, I should be writing about this or that or the other. Oh, that reminds me about this. You know, like even if someone was to, to mention a ball or football or something, that will give you the idea of, oh, yes, I was playing football this with Pedro and Pedro was doing, you know what I mean? It will be connected to your own story, to your own uh, expertise and your own skills. So listening to audiobooks is a really good way for you to write your book because it makes you so creative and it it, it kind of like um, enhances that creativity uh, really, really it helps a lot. So in, in your experience, so after you've you've helped somebody write their book or do the speaking and, and about the leaders needing to be able to speak well, in a previous company I was at, you know, we had some business leaders, which are horrible, and they would go through the speaker training, go through the speaker training. Some got it, some didn't, but it, it does have an impact on the message. You know, those that are, are great speakers, uh, you just come across as more trustworthy and all. And I think that's sort of when you're working with executive speakers and stuff that's probably what you do is it is that you find that's a confidence issue or what what what's sort of the biggest hindrances top three hindrances of a leader being able to speak that's a very good question i really have no idea what makes people like i've met a lot of leaders that uh are managing really huge organizations with like hundreds of supermarkets or you know hundreds of you know companies and so on and it astonishes me how they haven't taken the time 
to really work on their speaking. And a lot of times they have this this really monotone type speaking and, uh, you know, they've gone through a lot of training and still it's yeah. like it, it hasn't rubbed on, uh, rubbed off them. You know, it hasn't, they, they just haven't integrated it somehow. Right. I don't know. I don't know why that happens, but I do know, for example, for me, it just feels like I think when I was really young, I was like a natural actress, although nobody knew because I'm an introvert. So it took me a really long time to kind of express that. But for some people, it's just easier to kind of vary their voice and modulate it and, and sound like a more trustworthy person as well. Um, and there are some people that I think, you know, they, they will always have this kind of monotone voice that, you know, it will be really hard right. for them to kind of try to do stuff. But having said that, I took a lot of training on, you know, voice variety and things like that. And I thought uh, years ago that I was a good, not a good speaker, but you can say a relatively good speaker. And I still learned a lot about how you believe you are being heard. Mm -hmm. and how others actually hear you. And yeah. what I uh, learned was that I was in front of 200 people, okay, speaking and saying this speech uh, as part of a public speaking course. And the course leader asked me to speak without a microphone. Um, and of course, 200 people, okay? So uh, he said, you know, you have to speak a lot louder because you think that you're being heard and you're just not. Right. So he asked me to say the same thing like, 20 times until I actually cried. And I realized then that actually the way I'm portraying my voice, the way I'm, I'm, um, you know, um, I believe I'm being heard is not the same as they are hearing me. They're not hearing me at all. Right. So, um, I think that even the best speakers have a lot to learn in terms of, um, projecting their voice in a way that is powerful. And what happens is that when you do, you become so much more impactful as a person, as a leader, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, no, I, I don't have an inside voice and my wife will tell you that. So I, you know, the projecting part's not a problem, but there are other things that I can definitely work on. We can always sharpen the saw, you know, we can always get better at what we do. Do you find that, that the introvert or, or the introverts tend to be some of the better speakers once you get them to, again, hear their voice? Not necessarily. Okay. I would say the introverts have a harder time getting to become, you know, extroverted. Right. And if you look at my personal journey, I mean, I remember the very first video that I recorded in order to promote my business. I think I had to record it a hundred times <laughs> and I still have those little recordings of one minute and then saying the same thing. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking it wasn't that bad, but I just felt like it was like so bad, like the world was going to end sort of thing. And I think a lot of introverts have this uh, perception of themselves like, oh, this is really not good enough. Nobody's going to like me. Right. Uh, and um, I'm, I'd rather, you know, be out of here, you know. Any what place can I do but here. Not? Don't make me do yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's really out of your comfort zone. So I, I get that. So thanks for thanks for that. Uh, view. Yeah. So going back to the original question I asked was about what's your big success? I mean, what have you really, you know, when you've sent back, they come to you and after they've worked with you, you've unleashed them on the way. You're like, what have I done? I've created this monster now that's going to go take over the world. Yes, I have many actually. So what happens is that because my partner and I we work together, so I help uh, the authors to publish and then um, Harry, my partner, trains them to speak. 
And I'm actually also helping them to speak because we have this uh, collaborative uh, book uh, book and um, speaking program called Speakers Are Leaders. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what happens is that it's almost like they get a one-stop shop. And once they're ready, they also can have a website. So it's uh, it's like they become an influencer. So we have like a one-stop shop program for becoming an influencer. And the the you can say the biggest success stories I've had is I've worked with housewives, for example. And these are women that have like been housewives for 20 years. And you would think, okay, what kind of topic could a housewife actually cover? Well, there was one that had five heart attacks, managed to survive. Two months later, I mean, she was in a coma for two months. Okay. Two months later, um, I published her book and then she started speaking internationally, got invited to speak even in Miami, in US. The US president gave her a letter for her volunteer work. She found a husband on her uh, speaking tour that I took her to Dubai. And now she's married with a guy that's 20 years younger. She's recovered the will to live. And for her, that's a really big thing. And I rebranded her as a reinvention coach. Mm -hmm. um, another one is, for example, I published this book on um, blockchain for one of my authors. Mm -hmm. And I referred him hundreds of clients. And I mean, he was already a very good speaker from the stage. And he's just revamped his speaking online. Because, you know, there are people that are really good online, not so good on stage, on the other way around. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's revamped his speaking online. And he's managed to get a lot of clients from my network as a result of, you know, me referring lots of clients to him. And um, I've had a lot of um, other housewives that I've worked with. There's a housewife that I've worked with in she uh, had a lorry accident and two months later i published her book born to stand out not to fit in and then since then she spoke in front of more than ten thousand people wow. same as the first one more than ten thousand people worldwide and invited to speak at hundreds of events yeah. and now she's a, a branded as a parenting coach wow um then um i worked with uh, a guy that was an it architect very good person uh, very good at his his job and um i unleashed his uh, ability to speak confidently online and on stages around the world. And he's also spoken in front of thousands. I also worked with a property investor and property developer, and he hadn't posted anything on his social media for three years. And after doing you know, the book program and the, um, the, the speaking course, three days later, he started speaking every day in social media. And now he has created a brand that is based on the, um, on the book that is um, a spiritual gymwear brand. So there's a lot of really cool things that have happened to people because of expanding their brand, publishing a book, and speaking more worldwide. Yeah, and, and it sounds like for you, that's the biggest reward of that is seeing people reach their potential that they that you knew they had, but they didn't. Yes, exactly. And it gives me a lot of joy because for a long time, I didn't feel like I mattered because it just um, felt like, we you know, when I was a really uh, young uh, woman uh, from like four years old until 18, my grandma used to beat me and she used to say, oh, you're fat and ugly and stupid. And I grew up with that low confidence mm -hmm. and it took me a really long time to kind of step into this um, confident woman. Right. Uh, it, it was a really long journey. 
And for a long time, I felt like I wasn't worth it. Like, like I wasn't good enough and nobody was going to like me. And, you know, I wasn't smart enough. Right. And through doing these books, I feel like I matter because I'm making a massive difference to them. They're making a massive difference to their own confidence. They're looking great. And because they're looking at themselves in a different way, they're transforming the world as well. Yeah. No, that's, that's outstanding. That should be everybody's goal at the end of the day. You know, mine, mine is to make the world a better place as well. You know, it's, it's, I call it creating living horcruxes in people. I teach technical people how to put a little bit of their soul into somebody else that then they can go do something else. So much like the IT architect you mentioned earlier, um, it's a very rewarding experience when you see that happen. So Lily, thanks for sharing. What's, how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way to do that? You can contact me at hello at lily.global or www.lily.global. Lily is written L-I-L-Y. Mm -hmm. And you can find me on social media, Lily Patrascu. I'm everywhere. <laughs> I like that. Now we'll put the notes. We'll put those links in the show notes as well. Lily, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for spending your Saturday with me and uh, sharing this great stuff and making the world a better place. So personally, I want to thank you for that. Thank you, Doug. Thanks, Lily, for a fascinating conversation about effective speaking skills for leaders and influencers. I really liked the part where we dove into the transformative power of persuasive speaking and how it can help position you as an influential leader. Hey, here's a question for the listeners. What's one tip or technique you found helpful in improving your speaking skills? Share your insights below. Also, please go to your favorite podcast app and give us a five-star rating. It really helps with the visibility. And also, please share them with your friends and let me know if you've got any guests or other ideas that you'd like to talk about. And thanks for listening.